Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Spilling the Tea Leaves. My name is Michelle Mello. You can find me online at rememberlovehealing.com. You can also find me on Instagram at rememberlove. You can find me on Facebook, Remember Love Healing. Let's see what else I have. You can find me on Snapchat at the Remember Love, and you could also find me on Twitter at the Remember Love. Where have I been? Oh my God, I've missed you guys so, 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 so much. I am so sorry it took me so long to get back to you, and thank you for your patience. I have been reading that I shouldn't say I'm sorry, that I should say thank you, change the perspective, show my gratitude. So I'm showing my gratitude. Thank you so much for your patience and for being here with me today. I know it took me a hot minute to get back. What happened, Michelle? Where did you go? So, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving happened and I decided to just really disconnect and spend some time with my family. I wanted to be focused and I wanted to be present and I wanted to be their present. So I stayed behind and I closed down everything. I, I focused on my family and I focused a lot on myself. So but I am back. And then when I had every intention of coming back, I had my topics, I had everything going. (sighs) I got sick. I ended up with the flu. It's crazy. I I don't know what happened. I don't think I've been that sick ever in my life. And I was knocked out. I was knocked out for... I was knocked out for a couple of weeks, actually. Um, I was in bed... Thankfully, nobody else in my family caught it because the worst thing I've ever experienced has been my family, especially my husband, getting sick. So, um, yes, I am. I am back. It's 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 happening. I'm so grateful to be in front of the microphone and being able to do this again. Like I feel good today. It's a beautiful day, and I feel absolutely re-energized. I don't know what is happening. You know what? I do know what is happening, and I'm going to get into that in a little bit. So today's episode is going to be a grab bag of questions. I asked you guys to send me all your questions on Instagram, on Twitter, and I love them. So I chose a few of my favorite ones um, to, to answer today. And before I get started, I don't want to leave this at the end, but I will repeat it at the end, though. If you are following me on Instagram, you would know, and I'm very excited to announce that I am hosting a Crystal Reiki Level 1 workshop or certification course in Miami on June 13th. So June 13th, which is a Saturday, I am hosting a certification course. So if you are interested in becoming a Crystal Reiki practitioner. I am opening up this one day event. I am going to be in Miami for a couple of weeks and I decided to host this and so many people are interested and have reached out to me so often for a teaching course. I'm going to finally do it. I am finally doing it. I am putting my, I guess my money where my mouth is (laughs) 
and I am continuing to work on what my purpose is, and that is to help and to serve. So if you are interested in joining me, it's going to be a very small private intimate event. I'm limiting the amount of seats. I'm limiting registration because I want this to be an experience. I want this to be an experience for the individual, especially for those who are just coming into their spiritual practice and feel like this is their next step in their evolution. So you can email me directly at rememberlovehealing at gmail.com or you can visit my website rememberlovehealing.com or you can send me a DM on Instagram at rememberlove. It's really easy to get a hold of me. I like talking to people. I really love in, in connecting with um, the individual. So reach out to me um, and I'll be more than happy to give you all the information, set you up. Again, I'm, it's going to be very limited. If for some reason it goes above the number that I have in my head, then I will consider opening a second day. But right now, I'm only doing a day. And again, it's going to be in Miami in the Doral area. Once you register, we'll give you all the exact details. I want to keep this as private as possible and hopefully create an environment and experience for my students and the individual. So yeah, it's happening. This is growing. This is evolving. This is things that I love. So yeah, are you ready for the questions? Because I am. So I sent out a help me out here, people, DM. I'm getting tons of messages today. If you're hearing that, I'm so sorry. Um, so I sent out a few DMs for on my Instagram. Actually, I sent out a story on my Instagram. And the story asked the question, what do you want to know? Like seriously, what do you want to know? What is something that you've always wondered that you've never been able to get clarification on or you're too afraid to ask or just, you know, you want to know what's up, what's going on? How can I help you? So I grabbed a few of the questions and um, I want to answer them here. I want to answer them here. I want to share these questions that are neither silly. They're actually pretty good questions. Um, and jump right into this podcast to go back to what our goal is or what my goal is. I have to stop using that royal we, guys. What my goal is, which is spiritual empowerment and teaching you that, A, there is no one size fits all. There never will be, and it, it just doesn't work. Or the way this planet and this universe was created, there is no one size fits all. What does fit all is kindness and love for each other. So anybody's spiritual practice is their own and it's and is, is extremely, extremely private. But there are some general questions that, you know, we can help you along your way. So let's start. Number one, I don't know why you care, but I'm just going to say it anyways. How old are you? So how old am I? I'm 21 and I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish. No, I am actually 36 years old. Um, I will be 37 in May. My, I am a Taurus. If you're into astrology, I'm a Taurus with a Taurus mood. So my, my sun rising, my sun isn't, excuse me. Wow. Where is that? My sun is in Taurus. Uh, my moon is in Taurus and my rising sign is a Scorpio. And 
don't hate me on this, but I really don't follow astrology that closely, mainly because it's a whole, it's to me it's like a whole other science that my I feel like my brain sometimes doesn't have the capacity to hold. Um, right now, I'm doing a bunch of other stuff, so just like jumping into astrology to me seems so daunting. Um, and hopefully, I can have soon. I'll have the expert here to help us give us some clarification. For those of you who are interested and feel like this is part of their uh, journey or something that they can adopt or something that they're just curious in. So Taurus moon. Wait, what? <laughs> yes, uh, I, my sun is in Taurus. My moon is in Taurus and I'm a Scorpio rising. So I've been told I'm really, really nice and stubborn and hard headed until I'm not. And I've been referred to as a, uh, oh my goodness, this is Rachel. Rachel and I used to talk about this all the time. I'm like a tree that can sense BS. So I usually don't let my uh, emotions show through very well, but you can read a lot of it into my eyes. So I can kind of tell when somebody is, is, is like bullshitting or lying or just being, in, you know, just not being cool. And some people end up not liking me when I've done absolutely nothing. So they, they sense the, like, my BS monitors going, but I never say anything. I just let them carry on their lives. I'm no one to judge. I don't know what their journey is unless it's affecting me directly or somebody else directly. I usually don't, don't comment. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've gotten many people who, who are not very confident in themselves end up disliking me because they feel like I don't like them for a reason. And the story, the real theory, truth is, is I kind of like everybody. I usually don't have a problem with people unless they are outright just mean. I'm usually pretty kind. So back to the question, how old are you? I am 36 and I'll be 37 in May. All right. The next question <clears throat> is, wow. And I already hit upon this. So we'll go right into this one. Spirituality and the one size fits all scenario. How can we search? How can I search for what works for me? So yes, like I, I said, there is no one size fits all idea. Thanks to the art of social media and thanks to the internet, we see this idea or this beautiful idea of what spirituality means to other people. So aesthetically, I, for example, I've seen tons of images of like the beautiful blonde girl sitting on the beach in like a white robe, tossing flowers into the water in honor of the ocean goddess. Cool. That works for them. Sometimes it doesn't work for them. Sometimes it's purely for for the gram, purely for pictures. So I always take things that you see with a grain of salt. There is no idea of a one size fits all scenario. There's no one religion that fits all. So why would there be a spiritual practice that fits all? Well, we may see things that are pretty and <clears throat> picture worthy and things like that. Spiritual growth is ugly. Spiritual growth is probably one of the hardest things that you are going to go through. And not only spiritual growth, but personal growth. It's not, it's not pretty. It's really uncomfortable. Like we're going into dark sides of ourselves that we normally don't like to explore, where the human mind prefers not 
to go there and continue living our daily routine lives. So when you are looking for somebody to help you grow or evolve, one, start with yourself. Because you truly, when you stop lying to yourself, you truly know what is working for you and what is not working for you. And when you really start digging deep, you can see where a lot of these diseases come from, or sometimes where our anger comes from, where our sadness comes from. So when you're able to really dig deep inside yourself, sometimes you don't need this extra stuff. And yes, I am a Reiki practitioner. I am a... I don't, the word spiritual advisor sounds so weird. It, it makes me think of like a psychic at the mall. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't find the right term. I'm still looking for the term that fits me. Um, but I, your spiritual friend, I guess, I don't know. Um, anyway, so coming from somebody who has done work and I, I'm still a work in progress. I'm a, I'm a whole work in progress and so are you. You're a work in progress and knowing that you're a work in progress does not stop you from helping others. It does not stop you from growing. This is part of our reality. This is part of us being human on this earthly plane is that we're working on ourselves. And because we're working on ourselves, it's okay to have boundaries. It's okay to help people as well. You can still have both. One is not exclusive to the other. Um, It's okay to explore. It's okay to figure out if one person's idea is something that you can adopt. It's okay to adopt several ideas. It's okay to pick from other ideas, from other theories, from other teachings. It's okay to mix and match what works for you. One person will not have all the answers for you. You can look for somebody that kind of melds with you. You can look for somebody that vibrates with you. But nine times out of 10, you're not going to find somebody that has all the answers for you. And it's, it's, it's a little naive to think that that Instagram model with all the cool pictures and all the cool memes is going to be the one to help you with your breakthrough. Sometimes it doesn't work that way. You have to be your own guru. You have to be your own advocate. So no, there is no one size all fit scenario. Um, reading helps like get off the computer sometimes. Go read a book. Go read somebody that's dedicated their lives to their teachings or to their research or their ex- their explorations. Um, explore. Go outside and talk to people. Talking gives you another perspective. If you're able to, traveling is really good too. It kind of removes you out of your comfort zone and you can really see how the other side of the world is living. As you know, I live in the Middle East and things that I have seen that might cause a riot back home is the absolute norm here. So... No, there's no one size fits all. Do your research, read books. There's tons of books and read all the books on all the religions, on all the teachings, on all the gurus, like really get to know 
what other people's trains of thought are. And if I can suggest a book that you can start from, and I'm this, I've mentioned this before, it is my favorite, favorite, favorite book, Conversations with God. There's some things that I absolutely love and take to heart. And part of the reason this, my, I started this business was from one sentence in that book, just one solitary sentence, uh, which is rem- what would love do. <sighs> start with that book and then explore, like really take your time, take 20 minutes out of your day. And that could be part of your process is reading that book and learning and learning about other people's teachings. Out of all the things on the internet that I love, it's Reddit has several subreddits on the occult, on um, astrology, paganism, lightworkers, um, Christianity, uh, the the historic value of the Bible. academics who who use the Bible as a historic reference to try to disprove or prove ideas or connect them with certain... I mean, it is amazing what you can find. And Reddit, they have their own line of BS, is a wealth of information because you have people from all over the world connecting, recommending books, recommending teachings, recommending other websites. So take your time to research. And sometimes it can be overwhelming. And I get that. Don't get too bogged down on on the details. But it kind of does open up your mind. It starts opening up your mind and you start vibrating at a higher frequency by learning and stepping outside of your own head. Sometimes we do get stuck in our own head and it's and that's okay. But acknowledge it. Don't judge it. And, just, and step out step out, take a, take a trip, meditate. Meditation is great too. Meditation, you can, you can get channeled and messages channeled from the divine for you messages that are exclusively for you and for your journey. So yes, I hope I answered that question. Did I go on a rant? I hope I didn't go on a rant. Anyways, as you can tell, this podcast is never, ever planned. I'm not reading off a script. This is me talking as unfiltered as possible. So you can get probably the rawest Michelle that I can possibly give you. All I'm reading are the questions that I have written down. All right. Next question. Is there, is it, is it cultural appropriation using crystals? Um, so I thought this was a little weird question, mainly because I never thought the idea of using crystals as cultural appropriation. And from my research, if there were rocks, they use them. So I don't think the idea of cultural appropriation with crystals truly, truly belongs. The Mother Earth belongs to no one. I don't care who owns the land. I don't care what country you're in. You, you, we really don't own Mother Earth. So, and I've seen, I've researched uh, crystals being used by different cultures, cultures all over the world. So if somebody comes at you saying you're culturally appropriating crystals, only the Aztec use crystals or the Mayans, or it's not true. They've been used all over the world, different cultures, different races. Use your crystals, use them responsibly. The next question is, I'm going to jump right into the other question about the crystals. Where is it? Um, all right. So this one is a huge one for me. And this it's, Bear with me because after this, I promise we'll take a break so you can take a breather, grab your coffee, warm up your tea if you forgot that you had tea or coffee and put it in a microwave for another minute. What are the ethics of using crystals in regards to mining and exploring 
other regions and exploiting other regions and including mother, other regions and Mother Earth. So what are the ethics of mining crystals? And I'm going to be 100% honest. This question was a little triggering for me. And it's something that I had for a while I chose not to really explore or jump into because it would almost it's it would be telling myself you're doing something wrong and i am still struggling with this question so i'm going to answer it as honestly and as best as I, i possibly can are we exploiting mother earth by mining crystals at this point, I'm going to say yes. I think that uh, they we used to use crystals. Cri- we used to use quartz and crystals in a way that was it wasn't so popular. It, you didn't. It wasn't so popular. It was used exclusively for their energy. It was used for even for small pieces of quartz for time pieces that they were created. Now that it's being used in technology and things like that. But there wasn't such a big movement or big push for these stones. What has happened now is thanks to commerce, thanks to technology like the internet we have planes we have things to get from one side of the world to the other within a day or so that we have been using this resource at a ridiculously fast such a fast pace that now i feel like we are doing real damage i am and I don't mean to upset anybody who's really into crystals. I am really into crystals. I'm a crystal Reiki master, for God's sakes. Like, I, this, I, I'm trying to take as much responsibility. I'm trying to take as much responsibility on this too, because I, I'm part of the problem, and I'm hoping to be part of the solution. So, we have people, for example, in China that are doing these like mass produced stones like they are mining at such a crazy rate i i can't even explain to you the crazy rate i am i've been invited out to china to purchase um crystals at wholesale prices i have been invited to go visit warehouses i've been i've been i've i see it i i'm in the know i know how they're working i i am constantly seeing vendors contact me saying I have 50 pounds worth of amethyst, I can give it to you for whatever amount of money. I see that. I I could see what that side of the industry is doing. And it is at such an obscene, it's an obscene amount of natural resources that we're using and looking for. And the only reason it's so large is because we are buying it. We are buying it in bulk and selling it. I hope it isn't making you mad because it's making me mad. So what can we do? Like, how how do we, what's the word, reconcile the idea of these do help me 
this helps. I'm doing good with this stone to I am also doing damage to Mother Earth. And there's a balance to it. And I invite you to really take some accountability and responsibility for what we are, our part in this machine. So how have I reconciled that? How how have, have, how have I brought balance to that? And this is really, really difficult for me to bring balance to that. One of the things that I'm doing is I am no longer purchasing, especially from people in China, um, the work ethic or the ethic is, is different. It's completely different from they are doing that to make a dollar or yen or whatever they use. They're, they're doing that purely for financial reasons. And we're feeding into that thinking, oh, this amethyst is going to be awesome for my collection. I'm going to do so much good. But we're feeding into this machine that is doing it purely to make paper, to make money. So one of the things that I'm doing is no longer purchasing from China. I have another website called The Goddess Uprising. And I, I had business with a lot of wholesalers from across the globe. And I have chosen to cut off those business ties and focus on production that is done locally at home in the U.S. So this does, it reduces my carbon footprint. It, I know the work ethic is much stronger, much better. I know the workers are protected. I know the workers can go home at five o'clock. They can punch out and go home. And I know that what I'm getting or what my client is getting is good. And if it's not good, they could just send it back. If it's something that they don't like, they can send it back. That's not an option that I had. It was like, eh, fine. And they didn't care either. If I went back and told them, hey, this doesn't fit them, they'll be like, oh, just keep, keep the money, keep the stuff. Okay. They didn't care. Another issue that I found was the work ethic with the worker, with the actual individual. This, there was this one instance, and I'm going to be ex exact. She wasn't going home. She was doing all these lives for the, the purchasers, for us. And at one point she says, oh, they haven't let me go home yet. It was like two in the morning. And she was at it since like 11 a.m. And I cannot be, resp I can't with a good conscience for the work that I'm trying to do, think that's okay. Their prices may be dirt cheap, ha ha ha, but I'm But it's absolutely not worth it because what am I doing there? I'm exploiting a worker, several workers. I'm exploiting Mother Earth so somebody can get a dollar somewhere so somebody else can have an amethyst to put next to their bed. I can't do it. I can't. So I have close ties with those sellers. I have closed ties with my second web, with my, um, my second website, the goddess uprising. I've kept it in the U S I've kept it in house. I like to say, and my own personal crystal collection has stopped growing, has absolutely stopped growing. And I am rescuing pieces now. So if a small seller, a friend has 
a piece that she has come across or discovered, um, somebody that's not selling wholesale, somebody that is, is doing it responsibly, then I will take the crystal. And that's really hard to do if you think about it. It's really difficult to find uh, crystals that have not come from an area that is exploiting their workers. I travel a lot. So sometimes I get the opportunity to meet the actual miners. And I get the opportunity to meet the people that are finding these pieces or working the pieces. So I, I'm so forever grateful for that chance. I'm so forever grateful to be able to say, oh no, I, I know exactly where this came from and I know that it's safe. There's a, a few people um, online that that do have this work ethic as well. I'm going to hopefully make a blog post about it, listing these people because it's it's a it's a problem. And we're doing ourselves a disservice if we continuously close our eyes to the bigger problem. Um, I hope that you give this some thought. I'm not guilt tripping anybody. I'm not telling you that you are a bad person. I'm not telling you that your crystal collection is corrupt. I'm not saying any of that. All I am asking is that you take a look at this machine that you take a look at this problem and ask yourself if you are helping or if you're adding to the problem. Um, and I hope that you stand with me and be part of a solution. All right. So now that I have finished my third rant of the podcast. I'm going to take a tiny little break here and I will be back in a bit for the next part of our questions. So I will see you soon. Hey, it's Michelle again. If you're anything like me, you're always looking to improve yourself and fill your brain with all the information. One of my favorite ways to do this is through Skillshare. Skillshare is one of my favorite places on the internet, so much so that they've made me an ambassador. I know, right? Skillshare is a website where there are literally thousands of classes from photography to blogging, cooking and animation, and everything in between. Right now, I'm actually taking a class on social media because, hey, you gotta spread the word, right? Use link skl.sh slash rememberlove and get two months free just to try it out. Again, it's skl.sh slash rememberlove. And don't forget, when you support one of our sponsors, you also support this podcast. And for that, I thank you. All right, now back to the episode. And welcome back. I hope that message from the sponsors delighted your heart and you consider visiting. So I'm going to apologize or thank you. Let's not apologize. Let's say thank you and show gratitude for your patience. As I have these sinuses still, I had filmed a live uh, Instagram live. I went live at my local Starbucks and I was a little uncomfortable because this is a really, really small town. I know, crazy, right? Abu Dhabi is a small town, but you tend to know people and recognize people. And there's two Starbucks within my uh, the vicinity of my house within like half a mile radius. 
and they know me already like they know my order they know my name and that makes me feel a little uncomfortable just because i i don't know i don't know why that makes me feel uncomfortable it's probably something i need to figure out but this the barista saw me she gave me like a really really big hug and she's so sweet and i love her and she's freaking fantastic and then i sat down to do the live and a cat jumped on my lap as i was filming and i am highly allergic to cats i love cats my daughter is obsessed with cats but i'm really really allergic to them so what did I do? I just sat with the cat and pet it. I love the cat. So I think I mentioned this earlier, but I didn't. I'm saying it again. I love the cat. He wanted the pets. I have allergies. Sorry. Um, you can see it on my uh, Instagram. The picture of the cute little kitty that chose me to be their kitty mommy for the day. <laughs> so let's just write it, jump right into the next question. All right, let's see where we are. So... And one of the questions that I got was best crystals to work with dreaming. Amethyst. Amethyst. Amethyst is really, really good. Um, it helps with dream recall. It helps to enhance your intuition and open up that third eye and your crown chakra. So you're able to connect with your self at a soul level, if that makes sense. It's really easy to receive intuitive messages it's really easy to it helps you calm you down as well um and the dream recall like sometimes we receive messages in our dream and if you are a vivid dreamer like i am most everything has a message oddly enough most messages has a me uh, most dreams have a message sometimes it's things that you miss during your day-to-day -day life because we're so busy trying to survive um, and it comes out during our dream state. And then sometimes it's your guides and your higher self and the universe trying to connect with you and saying, Hey, we're here by the way, and, um, letting you know, whatever that you, whatever you need to know. Um, selenite, it's really good to pair it with selenite as well. Um, selenite is an auric cleanse, auric cleanser, a cleanser, A-U-R-I-C. Um, so it's keeps you vibing high. And if this is too much for you, if this combo is too much, remove the selenite or vice versa. Keep the smoke, keep the uh, amethyst, remove selenite or keep selenite, remove amethyst. If both are too hard alone or together, you can also pair it with rose quartz. Now, rose quartz is a really, really relaxing stone. I call it a balm to the soul. And rose quartz will lower the properties of the amethyst so that the effects so if you can't sleep or you it gives you a headache or it gives you for a disturbed sleep it will diminish the what are these i refer to them as side effects but still keeping its properties so you'll still get the full benefits but you won't feel the side effects think of it as like um watering it down almost but you're still getting you're still getting your medicine um, or the idea of your medicine, but you're not getting the side effects. So amethyst, um, pair it with selenite if you're feeling spicy and rose quartz if you like mild. The next one is best crystals to work with stress. I'm going to keep these crystals simple and there's a reason why I keep them as simple as possible because there's other crystals that are not accessible or readily available or they're not in abundance so i hate to say you need 
Moldavite and then there's tons of fake Moldavite out there and Moldavite is really really expensive and when I say there's Moldavite I'm talking about like a Moldavite shard like that's how difficult these things are to come by so I try to keep it as simple as possible and also in a way that we're not like exploiting again mother earth going back to digging giant holes and exploiting the workers like these are things that you can find you can find them in the u.s a lot um, or where home is they're common we're not digging deep ditches for them you can find them almost on the surface on the surface of um of rocks or the surface of the planet, excuse me, I got tongue-tied all of a sudden. So best crystals to work with um, with stress is smoky quartz is one. It's really, really grounding. It helps remove any uh, negative energy or stagnant energy around us, not only around us, but within ourselves. I know I say smoky quartz all the time. I am telling you guys, this stone is my jam. It is such a heavy hitter. It's a hard working stone. It transmutes almost unlimited amounts of negative energy. It really helps you get your grounding in. And, and it helps those things outside of our vibrational energy to vibrate slower so we're able to see them. So a lot of people who for example like the idea of ufos are always looking for ufos it almost it's like an idea of it's gonna vibe that, that thing is gonna vibrate slower so you're able to perceive it or spirits or whatever you want to see smoky quartz helps not by making you vibrate higher but by making that vibrate at a level where you're able to see it Rose quartz is another awesome one for stress. Rose quartz, like I said, is a bomb for the soul. It's very, very calming and opens you up to accept love, not only from yourself, but love from others. It's very calming, very relaxing, and it's great to put in your room. If you snuggle it between your mattress, you're going to get some good, good sleep. The next question. Are you ready for this one? I loved, I had to include this one because I, these are very popular and it's interesting. Uh, I, I was, it's interesting to see how many people are familiar with it, but have no idea what they are, right? Yoni eggs. What are yoni eggs and how do you use them? Well, yoni eggs are crystals in the shape of eggs that are placed inside a female's reproductive organ at the entrance in order to help with the tightening of the muscles in that area. I'm not going to go into too much details, but just to give you the overall idea, right? So yoni eggs are these things that you place inside and it helps while you are contracting the walls to hold it in, it helps make it tighter. That's the idea behind it. Do I believe it? I don't know. Do I own it? Yes. Have I ever used it? No. I'm scared to put something up there. Sorry. Um, I do own three. So they vary in size. And the idea is that you start with the... Oh my God. I hope I am correct. I know I'm correct. You start with the larger size and or whatever size fits. And then you start working your way down. Correct. Yes, there are um, 
There's a sex therapist who use the opposite effect uh, for a, uh, a person who's not able to connect with their partner well, so they, they go up in size, but I, the idea of this is to be smaller down there. I hope I didn't turn you guys off and you didn't turn off this podcast already. I, I, I should have warned you we were going to talk about yoni eggs. But yeah, that, that, that's the idea behind yoni eggs. You can get tons of information online. You can look it up, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing with the yoni eggs. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news or I hate to be like Miss Debbie Downer, but I always feel like it's smart to be a responsible person, teacher, instructor, advisor, whatever you want to call me, podcaster. So yoni eggs are made of stone and... Stones often break. Are you wincing right now? Because you should be. And unfortunately, they do have a habit, if you drop them, of breaking, right? Then there are those breaks or those cracks that you cannot see. You have to be very, really, 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 very, really, very, very careful about inserting something in your body that has a slight crack where bacteria can gather. So that's number one. So we are, we are doing, well, I cannot believe this is what my podcast has turned to. So you have to be very careful about what you are putting in your body in any way. Be careful what you're putting in your body, who you're putting in your body. You're getting that energy, right? So be really, really mindful of how you are using these huevos de cristales, these crystal eggs in your very intimate private parts. The cracks can accumulate bacteria. You can get sick. It, your body can get sick. Your yoni can get sick. They also have these crystal um, elongated, I'm trying to look for the proper word without using the actual word, um, phallic shaped crystals. Is that a good one? I really hope you're not listening to this out loud because people around you can hear me saying all these words. And same deal. They can crack. They can they can crack inside you. They can break. They can have these, these natural inclusions as well that can connect, collect this um, harmful bacteria. On top of that, here goes number three, I'm sorry to burst all your bubbles in so many layers, is there are manufacturer manufacturers not working within the standards that are creating these yoni eggs in the most unhygienic ways, and they're making them out of crystals that should not be put in your body because they look pretty. So be really careful about, if you choose to do this, A, do it responsibly. B, purchase them from somebody who knows what the crap they're doing. And C, don't purchase things that you shouldn't be drinking in a crystal elixir. You should definitely not be putting in your body. And check them for crocs. Always, forever, constantly check them for crocs. There is a difference between a yoni egg with a string and a yoni egg with no string. I'll let you use your imagination why you need the string. Some of them come with no string. I don't suggest putting something in your body that you can no longer retrieve later. 
And with that, I am stopping the yoni egg talk and I hope I never have to talk about that again. One thing that I do want to say is some people's spiritual practice revolves around their sexuality or the expression of their sexuality or the um, the expression of themselves, their body. Um, they are empowered by their themselves. They're empowered by their body. They're um, that by their sexuality, they're empowered by showing themselves truly for what they are. There's nothing wrong with that. Honest, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Some people, that's some people's cup of tea. They're, it's not their cup of tea. For me, it's not part of my process and it's not part of my journey. Um, I truly believe that it's okay to be sexual. It's okay to have these experiences, um, I, I don't feel the need to put it out there for people. Trust me, I'm, I have a perverted mind. I'll talk about sex all day long. Well, not really, but it's not, it's just not my thing. It's, uh, I see like you have, for example, you have the yogi who insists on practicing naked while you have a yogi who wants to practice in Lululemon. And then you have the yogi who is comfortable wearing, sweatpants and then you have the yogis in india who who practice in traditional garments so there is something for everybody as part of their process and part of their growth i'm one thing is not better than the other one thing should not be offensive just express yourself how you see fit i am not one to push sexuality and i am not one to I don't shy away from it either, but I try to be mindful of those who that's not part of the process and may even find it offensive at times. My goal here is just to educate you in plain language, but language that's not deemed, what's the word, um, appropriate? I don't want to have to rate this R, which I feel like at this point I might have to rate this podcast rated R. All right. The next question, and we're almost done, I promise. We're almost there. All right. Um, two questions. Oh, two questions. We're almost done, guys. Yay. I wasn't expecting this podcast to last this long. All right. So your best starter crystal set. Again, I'm going to go back to basic, basic crystals. I don't want you to have to go hunting down for a crystal that is so hard to come by or it's so expensive. I'm not going to recommend you get a diamond, okay? It's just, that's... A diamond does have its own healing properties, but it's it's not something that's easily accessible for most of us. And it's not something that you're just going to find on the ground. Maybe you might find it on the ground, but that's not, that's not what we're doing here. So best starter crystal set. If you're just waking up and you're like, holy cow, I want to do crystals. I want to work with crystals. I want to see what they offer me. I want to see if they work. What should you get? Clear quartz, rose quartz, amethyst, selenites, smoky quartz. Rose quartz, smoky quartz, selenite, amethyst, rosy quartz, rosy quartz, rose quartz. Wow. These are crystals that are going to, I hope I said clear quartz. These are crystals that are going to get you started. This is your crystal addiction, the good kind, not the one that's in the, you know, in the backwoods somewhere in a cabin being made. This is the good kind. This is the stuff that's going to hit all your chakras. It's going to open you up intuitively. You can meditate with each stone. And if all else fails, if you have no other crystal, clear quartz, a piece of clear quartz, which is 
abundance. You can get it basically anywhere and they're very inexpensive. This piece, this one stone, this clear quartz stone is your mother healer stone. This is a stone that you can program. You, it will amplify the energies of other stones. So if you have a really small piece of rose quartz, it's going to amplify the energies of that stone. This is your amplification stone. So let's say you are really stressed out and you want a crystal to help you with grounding yourself or with help with negative energies, which is a big one lately. I always get the question, how do I get rid of negative energy? A piece, if you don't have smoky quartz, a piece of clear quartz, if you set your intentions to it, if you ask the stone, make sure you meditate with the stone and say, I want to program you or I, the use that I have for you is to help me remove negative energy. It's to help keep me grounded. You can program that stone. This is the only stone that you can program. It's a very heated within the crystal community. It's lately they've been saying, oh, you, you need to program all your stones. I don't, I, I don't believe that. I, I, that's, it's not what I think. I think every stone vibrates at its own frequency. I don't need to tell it what to do. Just the clear quartz. I can't, that is an option I have. I can tell it what to do. I can ask, not tell it. I can ask for it what I need and I can ask for it to do something very specific and always be grateful and thank your stone. Make sure you cleanse it and all that stuff. So clear quartz is the one, number one, number one, number one stone. Aside from that, if you want other stones for your started set, clear quartz, smoky quartz, rose quartz, amethyst, and selenite. I hope I had got them all because I'm just doing that off the top of my head. And last question, what can 2020, ex what can we expect from 2020 for us? All right, when I say for us, I mean for you guys, because I refuse to admit this is going to happen to me. Um, so 2020, again, I'm, I I always follow these, um, like for example, astrology, angel mediums, you've heard me talk about her before. I love her so much. Um, and I always get like tagged on these blog posts and I always get these messages from people wanting to work with me about messages and things like that. But one of the, one of the big, big messages that I have been seeing over and over and over again is 2020, brace yourself, ladies and gentlemen, is the year that you need to work through your stuff. This is the year that everything that you have been ignoring or putting on the back burner is going to come and bite you in the behind if you don't get to work. So things that, issues that you have been avoiding, personal issues, personal growth, that bill that you're like, oh, fine, I'll just get to it later. Or that fine from like five years ago, it's going to come back and get you. So we need to start working on those issues, working on those situations and clear the way. We want to clear the way for growth. We want to clear the way so we, the universe can fill us with the things that we need. And if you do not work on this, it's just going to come keep biting you in the butt. It's just going to continuously knock you down over and over and over again until you fix it. So let's start fixing it. Let's start working on it. If you've been avoiding something, at least try to make a step towards the right direction in fixing it or acknowledging it. So 2020 is the year where our stuff is either going to, either it's going to kick our butts or we're going to kick its butts. So for our sake, let's kick its 
but. And that was the last question. I did not expect this podcast to go for so long. Thank you so much for listening if you are still here. So what can we look forward to on the podcast? So interviews. I have interviews lined up and I promise I'm not going to disappear for so long. I Sometimes life happens and unfortunately it just gets away from us. So I'm making sure that I am here available and ready for you so I can be as connected as possible and spreading this message of spiritual empowerment and education and knowing that what you're doing is not wrong. It's okay. You don't need to be in like, I don't know why I keep so hung up on this image of us wearing like this light linen clothing and like Kanye's in a corner singing out in a mountain somewhere where we're like around a bonfire hugging crystals, right? Like that's not the image. Well, that's the image that's in my head, but that's not what it is. Spiritual growth and empowerment is dirty. It's grimy work. It's going into dark places that we don't like to go to. It's figuring out why we feel like this. It's being responsible adult and taking charge of our stuff. That's what it is. And that's what I want to help you with. I want to help you heal and I want to help you become a whole better human because when you become a whole better human, the world becomes better and we're able to help others and we're able to spread this message of love and kindness. Just be kind to each other. And one thing that I wanted to say, just because you're a work in progress doesn't mean you can't work and help other people. We are all a work in progress. I'm the biggest one there is. There's stuff that I'm still going through and figuring out. And this part of it is this podcast, it helps me figure stuff out and it really helps me tap into that side of me where I'm like, oh, wow, I have been avoiding this for a really long time. So yes, let's work on this together and grow and become better humans to each other and understand your neighbor and your friends and that stranger that you think is so weird. Um, for, so that, yes, that is what's happening on this podcast. That is our goal. We are going to continue growing and I will be coming back to you time and time and time again. You'll never get rid of me. I hope you love me and I hope you are subscribing and recommending me to your friends. It really, really helps. It really helps when you share this podcast. As far as remember love healing, I love it. Um, I am, I'm growing. It's happening. We're moving. Like I said, I'm having the crystal certification course. So if you want to join me, I would absolutely love, 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 love to have you. Um, Join me. Join me in Miami. Let's connect with each other. Let's have an incredible time. Let's do it. Just, Just do it. Let's just go to it. As you know, I am moving to Kenya soon, and I'm going to keep saying that over and over again because sometimes people don't hear it. They're like, oh my God, you're leaving? Yes, I am leaving. Um, I am moving to Kenya and I am in 2021, I am hosting a spiritual retreat in Kenya, in Nairobi. So please follow me, follow me on Instagram and follow and sign up for the newsletter on the website so you can be up to date with all that information. It's gonna be this gorgeous, beautiful, amazing experience where we are going to help not only ourselves, because we will have this moment of Zen, of relaxation, of like safaris, of those Instagrammable moments, but we're also going to give back and we are really going to see how the other half of the world sees because we can, we're not putting blinders on. We are taking full responsibility 
for our actions and we are leaving this world a little better than when we arrived. That's our job. That is what we are going to do. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today for this past hour. I appreciate you so, 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 so much. Shout out to 51 Purple Hearts for buying me the cup of coffee that I am sharing with you today as I am doing this podcast. If you want to buy me a cup of coffee, I, A, would love you forever and B, appreciate it so much. You can go to my website at Remember Love Healing dot com and there is a link that says buy me a cup of coffee and i'll give you a shout out because your homegirl is fueled by coffee sugar-free coffee now because my pancreas hates me and sugar thank you so much for listening again my name is michelle mello this is Spilling the Tea Leaves podcast. You can find me at rememberlovehealing.com. You can also find me on Instagram at rememberlove. And you can find me on Facebook at rememberlovehealing. Twitter at the rememberlove. And Snapchat at the rememberlove. I'm mostly on Instagram, so that's a great way to get a hold of me if you ever want to say what's up. Love and light, everybody. And I hope you have a beautiful, fantastic, and blessed day. Love and light and be kind to somebody today. Bye.